Welcome, 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 and welcome, everybody. It is I, Rob Zakari. It's the Rob Zakari Show. All right, we have breaking news. Okay, this is this is big. All right, this is huge. No, 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 no. It it, it doesn't involve no doesn't involve Syrian gas attack. Uh-uh. No. It doesn't involve Steve Bannon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is huge news, okay? This is... All right, are you ready? Are you, are you ready for this? It's, it's breaking news. Barry Manilow is gay. Huh? Right? It's huge. Huge. Barry Manilow is gay. I know. I know. But go figure. I mean, that's forget the the attack and for, forget Syria. Okay, forget the new Susan Rice revelations today. All right, forget about that. Forget about North Korea. Hell. Forget about Pepsi pulling the Kylie Jenner ad. Forget about that. Barry Manilow is gay. Jesus. That's huge. Okay? That's huge. I, 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 I can't even believe... I can't... Barry Manilow is gay. I seen that as a as a as a breaking story. CNN, of course, you know, breaking. Barry Manilow is gay. I'm like, I, what? <laughs> Barry Manilow is gay. Who who just figured that out? Who just figured out Barry Manilow is gay? Next thing we're gonna hear is Lindsey Graham. Comes out. Yes, I'm, I just want to tell everybody that I'm gay. Really, Lindsay? You're gay? Wow. Holy moly. You're gay. What's next? That's all. What's, what's next? What's the next bombshell that's going to drop today? That, that's all I want to know. Barry Manilow is gay. Whew. Barry Manilow's gay. Oh, Jesus. Barry Manilow's gay. <laughs> Barry Manilow's gay. Duh. Man, I knew Barry Manilow was gay when I was like 13. It's like, that guy's gay, right? That guy definitely is gay. <laughs> Gay. Oh God. <laughs> oh, just, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow's gay, and Ann Coulter is dating Jimmy Walker. Stop. You totally gotta stop. Okay. You, it, you got to stop. 
Barry Manilow's gay. Breaking news. And Ann Coulter is dating Jimmy Walker. Just stop. Just stop. It's no. Oh. <laughs> no. I, I just, I don't believe it. That's got to be fake news. That's got to be fake news. Someone tell me that's fake news. That Anne was dating Jimmy Walker. You guys remember who Jimmy Walker is? That J.J. Jimmy? Dynamite! From Good Times. That I'm, I just saw a story that says, Jimmy Walker is dating Ann Coulter. <laughs> Come on. Tell me. First, Barry Manilow's gay, and now J.J. Jimmy Walker is dating Ann Coulter? <clears throat> I don't know. I, come on. I, some, <laughs> no. Oh, I don't believe it. And Jimmy Walker's dark. Like, he's a real black man. He's not black Jesus Obama black. Like, Jimmy Walker is is black. You know? He's, he's, he's really black. And Hank Coulter is really, really white. Like, not just your average... White woman. I mean, we're talking about uh, stick thin, blonde hair, and as white as legal paper. <laughs> Stop. Oh, you guys, come on. You, you guys are killing me. Stop with the. I, I keep getting blasted with emails from everyone. They're like, dude, Coulter's dating Jimmy Walker. Mary Manilow's gay. I'm like, I don't believe them. I don't believe either are. Okay? So I'm just sticking with fake news. Barry Man is gay. And Jimmy Walker's dating Ann Coulter. Oh God. Funny stuff. All right, so let's get let's get to some serious serious bidding it. If you know what I mean. Let's get to some serious bidding it. I've been watching Something unfold with the media. And it's fascinating. It really is. It's fascinating. When people say there's no collusion between ABC, NBC, CNN, they're insane. They, they really are insane. Because what's going on with this Susan Rice story is a hundred, and I mean a hundred percent collusion. And what I mean by that is, first off, the media wouldn't cover the story because it makes A, black Jesus look really, really bad. B, it proves Trump right said Someone tapped my wires. Obama tapped. What the hell does tap wires mean? And, and we know how Trump talks. If, if you are legitimately not partisan, 
you understand how Trump talks. And when he said, tap the wires, Obama, tap the wires, everybody, at least people that aren't partisan, understood it was the Obama administration was surveillancing Trump Towers, people involved with Trump, people involved with the campaign. It wasn't Obama put on a pair of gloves and a mask and ran over to Trump Tower with a little listening device and planted it in the light sockets and stuff. I know the media wants you to believe that's what Trump meant. But anybody with a half a brain understood what Trump meant. Remember, he's not a politician. He doesn't talk in those, uh, you know, well, well, stop. We've done this already. We're not going to go through it again. So uh, the media lost their minds when the Susan Rice story broke. They lost their minds. And the media went silent, remember. The media went silent. CNN first was like, we're not going to talk about this. This is, just, this is just a distraction. We're not going to talk about this. So the media ignored it. They pretended like nobody was talking about it. They pretended like Fox wasn't talking. They pretended like the story didn't exist. And that was so they could all get their ducks in a row. Basically... Susan Rice could go on Andrea Mitchell, you know, hard-hitting Andrea Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell, the one who's emailing Colin Powell, I'm in GOP hell. You got to do something to stop Trump. And you've all seen that video of her getting fed questions to ask Hillary Clinton on the campaign plane. I mean, Andrea Mitchell's the biggest hack She's nothing but a just a pretty old hack, okay? So Susan Rice goes on there, completely scripted, completely, complete, just unscripted. I mean, anybody, anybody other than Andrea Mitchell would have at least said. Well, Miss Rice, two weeks ago you were on PBS and you said you had no idea what Devin Nunez was talking about. You said no idea. Oh, yes, you know. But Andrea Mitchell, Andrea Mitchell's supposed to be this this great journalist, this great reporter, and she doesn't ask the most simplest of questions. And yet the media, from the Daily Beast to Huffington Post, bash Fox. Well, that's right-wing media. That's right-wing media. Well, what the hell is CNN? What is MSNBC? That's just media. That's media. That's, That's the way we all think. Got it. Understand. 
So the minute Susan Rice goes on Andre Mitchell, bang. Now everybody will talk about it. But what's everybody saying? Oh, this is just made up. Susan Rice has come out and said uh, she did nothing wrong. Uh, Experts say she did nothing wrong. This is commonplace. And it's not commonplace. What she did is not commonplace. But here's what I'm talking about as far as collusion with the media. Of course, they colluded together to go silent on the Susan Rice until she came out and spoke. So there's collusion number one. But the bigger collusion is first with Chris Matthews and David Korn, this creep at Mother Jones, playing the, oh, the Republicans are going after Susan Rice because A, she's a woman, and B, because she's black. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where did this come from? Remember, Democrats, liberals, the media, always fall back on, you're a racist, you're sexist. It's never about the issue. It's never about substance. It's always about racism and sexism. Because remember, fastest way to shut any conversation down is to say, you're racist. You're a sexist. If you're engaged in a debate with someone, you shut it down by going, you're just saying that because you don't like black people. Instantly, it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What are you talking It goes from what you're arguing about, which is substantive and it's, and it's, it's real, to you defending yourself because this person just calls you a racist. It's the easiest way to shut a conversation down. You're, you hate women. Wait, what do you mean I hate women? Whoa, whoa, wait. What? Liberals have been doing this for 20, 30 years. And Obama mastered it. Obama, the black guy, mastered it. Well, you're just doing this because I'm black. You have a problem with the first black president. That's a, oh, man, okay. Who's the master of it? And so for eight years, that's what we had. So all of a sudden, Chris Matthews and David Korn are, they're going after her because she's a woman and because she's black. Wait, what was that? And so the collusion then extends to CNN. Because then Don Lemon is going along with Van Jones. Remember Van Jones, Mr. Whitelash. Jones, who's married to a white woman. Married to a Carter daughter. Yes. Jimmy Carter's stupid brother. His daughter. So it's the, it's the dumb gene. The, I mean, not that Jimmy Carter was a genius, but he was a lot smarter than Billy Carter. So you got Van Jones. You got Don Lemon. And they're talking about the GOP is tar and feathering. Susan Rice, tar and fe- 
another reference to attacking her based on race. Tar and feather. That's old, 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 old school. Let's get a black person. Let's tar and feather them. We're the Ku Klux Klan. You know, we're, we're, the, we're the evil South. Blah, 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 blah. That's, that's old school stuff. That's slavery stuff. That's segregation stuff. I mean, that, 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 that's even way past segregation. That's, that's like 1800 stuff. But you got MSNBC, Chris Matthews, David Korn, Mother Jones, MSNBC, NBC. Talking about, oh, they're just doing this because she's black. Just doing it because she's black. And then all of a sudden, here comes CNN. Oh, they're tar and feathering her. That's collusion. That's a 100% collusion. 100% collusion. That is straight up MSNBC, Andy Lack. Remember, the WikiLeaks uh, showed us. They all go to lunch together. They all uh, hang out together. They all go to John Podesta's house together. They all go out together. Do you ever notice in all those WikiLeaks drops, whenever they showed different parties or, or different off-the-record luncheons, there was never conservatives on there. There was never anybody outside of the Daily Beast, uh, MSNBC, CNN, ABC. There was never all of a sudden Sean Hannity. There was, you know, there was, there was never Eric Bowling, Kimberly Gafoyle. So obviously, the strategy the night before Susan Rice went on Andrea Mitchell's show was, let's say there's nothing there, this is normal, this is everyday national security stuff, and then we'll say Republicans are doing this because she's black and she's a woman. Okay, well, racism. And then they went out, and that's what they did. And that's what they're doing. Because what's the quickest way to shut down a conversation, like I said? Say someone's a racist. So the minute you go after Republicans on race, they freak out. I mean, they really freak out. Because the Democrats and the media have done such a great job of saying, Republicans are racist, Republicans are racist, Republicans are racist. So the minute someone goes, oh, they're doing it because they're racist, Republicans are like, oh, no, 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 we're not. No, we're not. So what is the game plan for the Democrats and the media? Pull back and not go after Susan Rice because they don't want to be accused of being racist. I mean, it's extraordinary what's going on. I mean, this is just, it's, it's wild. It really is wild. It really is wild. It's no different than what they did to the whole Maxine Waters. 
Maxine Waters is is the biggest mouth. I mean, Trump cabinet are scumbags. Uh, Trump dossier is all true. I mean, man, every day she's out there bitching and whining and screaming, calling people names. Go on, Bill Barr. She'll call people names. And all of a sudden, somebody goes, hey, Maxine Waters' wig looks like James Brown's hair. Racist! Why is that racist? Why is that racist? Why is that racist? No different. Liberals can attack Ivanka Trump, can attack Kellyanne Conway. I mean, attack them. And nobody calls them out as being sexist. But the minute someone on the right says about someone on the left, oh, wow, what a sexist pig. What a sexist pig. And what are you going to do when you got the New York Times, Washington Post, Daily Beast? I mean, the Daily Beast, oh, my God. The, the, the three people that were like there's like three main people there this Ashwan Mashman this Asian kid uh Olivia Nunzio and Marlo Stern oh they're I mean every story they write is just full I mean full of heresy and just this this moral outrage I mean, what, I mean, you know how many articles the Daily Beast has written telling people to leave Malia Obama alone? Leave her alone, you bad Republicans. And I'm sitting there going, I, I don't remember anybody saying this about the Bush girls. The Bush girls were tarred and feathered. And the left love writing about them, uh, uh, publishing pictures about them. And they had no problem with going after them. But you say something about uh, Malia Obama, and you're like, Satan. You're a racist. You racist. You racist. Oh, he's a racist. I mean, look at the moral outrage over the whole Bill O'Reilly thing. Seriously, the the whole Bill O'Reilly sexual harassment, was it sexual harassment, was that, whatever. But for the left to be going after Bill O'Reilly, the left, the party of Clinton, the Daily Beast, the Huffington Post, these animals, they're, they're, they're animals. For them to go after Bill O'Reilly with this moral high ground? Are you kidding me? I mean, the left totally downplays the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. They, they really do downplay it. Imagine that. Happening today, Clinton. But just uh, uh, imagine, I, I, again, 
Remember the guy from uh, uh, what's the clothing company? What's that 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 clothing company? Uh, the American American Apparel. That guy, the president or the CEO, he was like leaving messages on on employees' phones. Like, yeah, I want to bang you. I want to do dirty things. People were outraged. But how is that any different than Bill Clinton going to an intern? Let me put a cigar in your vagina. Yeah, come here. If you're an intern and your boss is like, hey, let me do things to your vagina. What do you say? And your boss happens to be the president. No, of course. You're like, all right, go ahead. All right. But it, it's it's astonishing. It, it really is. It, it's astonishing. It, it it's it's astonishing. And then today with the Susan Rice when when they asked Trump, someone said, you know, uh the 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 Trump uh uh, uh press conference. And they asked him about Susan Rice. And he said, "You know, I I I believe what she did was wrong. I believe she broke the law. Oh, my God. Rather, it was the New York Times, CNN. They lost their minds. The new CNN, you know, editor-in-chief over there on, on online, Chris Zilla, this little scumbag. You know what his story is? Trump said rights broke the law. Question Nothing. How many weeks, how many months have we been hearing from the left? Russians. Oh, there's evidence. Uh, Trump was put in power by the Russians. But, and there's no evidence. There's not one shred of evidence. Remember, Russia is not ISIS. Russia is not some, you know, third world desert dweller. You have hundreds of American companies doing business in Russia as we speak, from Burger King to Can to to KFC to Apple. You have hundreds of CEOs, CFOs, executives having conversation with Russians every day. Theory, you could say every single one. Those Russians are part of the Russian government, part of the KGB. Technically, you could say that. Technically, you could say anybody that is in a high place. Listen, if, when Apple opens a business, when they open an app store in Russia, they go, oh, this is a great building. Oh, this is a nice uh, uh, spot to. Who do you who do you think they're leasing the property from? Who do you think they're leasing the property from? Ivan Drago, some independent Russian who happens to own property, and he's leasing to app. It's the Russian government. Listen, you you can't have it both ways. You can't say, you can't say. Nothing goes on in Russia without Vladimir Putin knowing. Can't have it both ways and then say, oh, what? All the American companies that do business in Russia, 
They're not dealing with the Russian government. They're dealing with independent Russian entrepreneurs. Can't have both ways. Either Vladimir Putin knows everything that goes on, and anytime he deals with anybody in Russia, it's dealing with Russia and Vladimir Putin is this free society. And there's all of these entrepreneurs, and they're allowed to do whatever they want. Can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. And it's beyond rich to watch CNN and MSNBC and, and ABC. ABC, which happens to have a little relationship with Susan Rice. By the way of uh, Ian Cameron, the executive producer of ABC News. Duh. So do you think they would be on the defensive? But it's rich for them to go, Donald Trump says Susan Rice might have broken the law. What? Evidence does he have? But yet, Democrat after Democrat, media person after media person, have all come up and said, Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. Donald Trump was put into power by the Russians. Donald Trump is the President of the United States because of the Russians. What evidence do they have? They don't have evidence. There is no evidence. Well, look at uh, Roger Stone. He communicated with Guccifer. Well, so what, what does that have to do with anything? What, that's not evidence. It's not evidence. You, you have no evidence. You have no evidence that Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin were giving each other reach-arounds. Votes were because there's this grand plot by the evil Russians. No evidence. But yet that very same media is completely outraged over anybody saying anything about Susan Rice and that Trump said, yeah, what she did might have broken the law. Oh my God, how could he say that? There's actual evidence there. There's legit evidence there. there there's 100% evidence there. And that's why the media is freaking. Remember, the media has gotten their face rubbed in dookie by Trump for the last 16 months. Every time they say he's dead... He rises from the ashes and spanks him. So when he tweeted out, my wires were tapped, the media was like, yeah! And now all of a sudden, what happens? You actually have evidence that there was surveillance being done 
that had nothing to do with the Russian investigation. Absolutely nothing to do with the Russian investigation. Peter King just came out. And he said, this is information about their everyday lives. Sort of like in a divorce case where, liar, where lawyers are hired, investigators are hired, just to find out what the other person is doing from morning until night. And then you try to piece it together later on. This is from Peter King. This information is available for people to, well, not people. We can't go see it. And not just anybody in the Senate or the House could see it. You got to have clearance. But Nancy Pelosi's on her way to see it. Adam Schiff is on his way to see it. Adam Schiff could say, well, the White House isn't providing us with the information. Again, that's just smokescreen. It's a diversion because the information is available for whoever wants to see it that has clearance. And they go to that specific place that's part of the White House. It's part of the, uh, you know, the, the, the secured location. So when you read the CNN story, they make it sound like, oh, the White House is hiding these documents. Nobody's hiding documents. They're just not making the documents where you could Xerox them and go, hey, here you go. Let everybody go see. You actually got to have clearance, and then you have to go and view the material. That's why when Schiff viewed the material, he didn't come out and dispute anything that Nunez said. He didn't come out and say, that Nunez is a big, fat liar. He's a big liar. He must be eating too many refried beans. He's a liar. He didn't say that. And when Peter King says, hey, man, there was information about people's everyday lives. There was a lot of stuff there. This is a real story. And once again, the media, the Democrats, are getting their faces rubbed in dookie. Because you have people hearing about this. And people understand talks because he talks like everyday people. He doesn't talk like your typical politician when you ask them a question and they give you a five-minute answer. And at the end of it, you're like, wow, they didn't really answer my question. They, they, what the hell did they just say? Trump talks like all of us. I mean, we detailed this throughout the campaign. When the media, if Trump said 1,000, and if there was really 500. Well, he said 1,000, and there was really only 500. It's like, but, okay, 1,000, there was 500. He exaggerated, but there was still 500. 
there was still people celebrating the World Trade Center falling down. It wasn't thousands. I don't care if it was just five. There were still people celebrating the World Trade Center coming down, and you're saying it didn't happen. So if Trump goes, Obama was tapping my wires. Well, he wasn't wiretapping the Trump Tower. What? Oh, stop, hack tapper. We all understand that Trump wasn't meaning Obama put on black gloves and a black ski mask and snuck over to Trump Tower. We understood that there was surveillance going on. There was something going on. And if it's going on while Obama's the president, that means it was Obama. No different than the soldier dying in the Yemen raid was Trump's fault. Even though he wasn't there, even though the military said, we can do this, we're the best, we're the greatest. Because it happened on Trump's watch, everybody went, it's Trump's fault. So if there was unmasking going on, if there was surveillance going on, people's movements in their everyday life was being documented, and this was happening while Obama was president, Obama did it. Plain and simple. And when Adam Schiff goes, I cannot comment on the content of these materials or any other classified documents. And nothing should be inferred from the fact that I am treating classified materials the way they should be treated. Adam Schiff, this is the same douchebag that's running around on the, uh, the MSNBC and the CNNs going, oh, there's, yeah, there's evidence that Trump colluded with the Russians. Yep, there's, t- oh my God, there's a... So this douchebag has no problem with running around saying there's all of this evidence and there's all of these things and all of this, the, the, these, 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 these people were the Trump and the collusion and the rush. But now all of a sudden, after he sees all the information about Susan Rice, he's, I cannot comment because they're still trying to figure out how do we get out of this? We opened up the Pandora's box. We can't close it. We're screwed. They haul her in for a, 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 a Senate investigation. She's either going to have to plead the fifth or she's going to have to spill the beans. Or she's going to have to lie. And there's a massive paper trail. Remember, everybody, before you go, well, listen, Rob, why would they be doing this and they know it's wrong and there's a paper trail? Well, because none of them thought that Trump was going to win. Remember? None of them thought Trump was going to win. 
I told you this before. It's like being a kid. Your parents go out of town for three days. And the house is a wreck. The house is a mess. The house smells like dirty piss. But you figure you got three days. And then you're told, hey, honey, listen, we're on our way home. We cut our trip short. We'll be there in an hour. What? They come home. Wow, the house smells like dirty piss. Well, I didn't think you guys would be back for another day. Uh, It's the same thing. Democrats, Obama, Susan, none of them thought Trump was going to win. Why would you have to clean up the mess? Why would you have to go back and clean everything? And they just assumed once Trump won, oh, man, we're not going to be able to clean up this mess. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to push this Russian story so big, so hard, that we'll drive him out. We will drive him out. And they forgot that this is the guy. That after they played a tape of him talking about grabbing a girl's vagina and the fact that that girl would let him because he's rich and famous and powerful. And then after this tape was played on a 24-hour loop, every single day for 10 days, they brought out girl after girl, even a 78-year-old woman going, oh, yes. I was on an airplane, and I was sitting in coach, and Donald Trump started groping me, and he had hands like octopuses. And after all of that, Trump still won. They still couldn't beat him with that. They forgot. Trump beat them, and they threw everything at him, including the kitchen sink. And now, the Russian collusion conspiracy isn't working. And all their dirty laundry's been exposed. And it's going to keep getting exposed. And that's why they are crapping themselves. Because all of those people that were told Trump nuts, Mr. Alternative Facts, he's a whack job. All these people are now hearing Susan Rice unmasking, surveillance, everyday lives. And they're going, that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. He was right again. He was right again. Bizarre, disconnected, weird vocabulary way, that son of a bitch was right. He said surveillance. He said tapping my wires. And now we're hearing 
that his people and their everyday lives were surveilled. And remember, remember, here comes Susan Rice, the same woman that said Bo Bergendahl was this great soldier. He was, you know, served with distinction. And then it turns out he's a rat. He's a scumbag. He's a, a low-life deserter. So all those people are like, hmm, okay. And then Susan Rice talking about the video, the video, the video. The video made the, 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 the terrorists happen. The video, video. And then that was a lie. And then she's on PBS going, I don't know what David Nunez is talking about. He's a kook. He's a crazy. He's a whack job. Fast forward two weeks later. Yes, uh, I did uh, unmask certain people. So all those people are like, wow, you're a lying twat. You are a lying twat. You are just, wow. And let me remind you, it doesn't matter what all the jack-offs here in California do, because they're all going to vote for whatever jerk-off Democrat uh, gets put up against Trump. Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, don't matter. Don't matter. Bill Blasio, they're going to vote for him. New York, same thing. Doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, Ohio. Just hold that line. It doesn't matter what California does. He can lose. He, he can lose every vote. Okay? Every vote. He, he could lose California by 16 million votes. Don't matter. Don't matter. Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Florida. And as long as those people, as long as those votes are going, hmm, he said his wires were tapped. And his wires were kind of tapped. We get what he was saying. We get it because wire tapping isn't even a thing anymore. That, that, that's like 80s gangster stuff. So we understand what he meant. We get it. We understood when he said, I'm going to make a big, beautiful wall. And in the middle of the wall is going to be a big, beautiful door. And maybe I'll put my name on it. The folks aren't going, where's the big, beautiful wall with your name on the door? Where is that? You lied to us. I know the Democrats want of those voters to be dumb and gullible. They're like, there, there was going to be more fraud. But they're not. Okay? They're, they're your everyday folk. They're not the liberal douchebags who wear a big, thick sweater in 95-degree weather, smoking a little cigarette, drinking a chai latte, having a conversation with hipster douchebag extraordinaire Chris Gates. They're working class people, okay? 
They don't sit around and watch, uh, you know, the, the keeping up with the Kardushians. They're working class people. They're busting their ass every day working. So that's all that matters. And that's why the media is freaking. That's why the Democrats are freaking. Because every day we learn a little bit more about Susan Rice. We learn a little bit more. And as the media goes, oh, this is normal. And those voters are hearing, it's not normal. Yeah, it, it, it's normal if they're reading the transcripts and you're talking about a terrorist plot and an imminent threat to our country. But that's not what happened, because if that's what happened, people would be arrested. They'd be in jail right now. Only time unmasking occurs. It's the only time that this type of surveillance occurs. It's the only time. Not listening to Americans and, uh, you know, foreigners gossip doesn't happen like that. Well, Susan Rice goes, well, I didn't do any of that politically. I I didn't do it for political reasons. Of course you did. (laughs) Of course you did. No different than when Dick Cheney, Scooter Libby, and the Republicans, or the Bush administration, leaked uh, 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 Valerie Plain's name. Of course they. Of course that was that was a that was, that was that was a political move. That was a hey Joe Wilson, hey Democrats, here here's one for you, right up your keister. Of course it was. Hey, remember how outraged Democrats were? Remember just how side themselves the Democrats were? How dare you leak a a CIA operatives? You know, uh, cover, and she wasn't really anymore. Well, what if she wanted to go back? Okay, what? Regardless, regardless, it was wrong. Okay, of course it was political. Of course it was for political reasons. Of course it was a payback. No different than what Susan Rice did. And Susan Rice didn't do what she did on a whim. Remember, the two people that were the closest to black Jesus are Valerie Jarrett and Susan Rice. Those two don't do a thing without black Jesus telling them what to do. If every Democrat has already prosecuted Chris Christie for Bridgegate, I mean, if you ask any Democrat, you ask Rachel Maddow or or Chris Matthews or uh, Chris Quall, any of them, 
about Bridgegate, they look at you with this, come on, come on. You really think Christie's closest aides did that without him knowing? Come on. It's no different than Susan Rice. The two people closest to black Jesus, Jared and Rice. And you have Rice unmasking. You have the intelligence community, Brennan, Clapper, doing surveillance. And this was all done? And black Jesus didn't know? Come on, man. Come on. He didn't get any reports. Stop. That's like the left telling everybody, hey, Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton just talked about grandkids. Grandkids? Really? That's what they did for 20 minutes. That's what what they did. Talked about grandkids. Or she was giving them a Lewinsky. They, if you're going to say they weren't talking about the case They weren't talking about the email server And you're going to give us something as ludicrous as talking about grandkids Then I'll say she was giving him a Lewinsky He was like, let me see what you can do with that, mouth." That's wrong, how could you say that? That's as wrong as you just trying to convince me That all they talked about was grandkids Stop. Just stop. Enough. Susan Rice did what she did. We're going to find more and more and more things out. The fact that CNN and MSNBC and ABC are playing the whole race card is, is, is pretty wild. when you have senators, rather it's Rand Paul, saying, uh, you know, Susan Rice needs to come in and, and talk to us. These reports, these reports were, were the comings and goings of people. It was like a, a divorce proceeding. CNN and SNBC and NBC refused to cover it. This is because of racism? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Ten months. But on this program, I've always talked about different reporters. And their link to the media. I've talked about Planned Parenthood, a, a big shot for uh, being uh, a campaign manager for, is it Harkin back in the 80s? Well, Media. They don't support this 
stuff in the media. So you actually have to dig Daily Caller, which I think is the Pierce website. You get hit with pop-ups and viruses. It's a, it's a horrible site to go to unless you have like a $50 computer all outfitted with the latest and greatest you know, blockers. So go to the site. You're on it more than a minute. Forget about it. It's like going to a, a, a bathhouse in San Francisco. Be careful. It's just full viruses. But uh, Nolte, John Nolte uh, wrote a piece. And he laid out a bunch of media heads or or, or that have connected to Obama. And Susan Rice is married. And her husband, Ian Cameron, is the ABC News executive producer. That's a Astonishing to me. I mean, that really is. Imagine. I mean, just, just imagine. Imagine that connection and, and stories that could hurt the Obama administration and, and how those stories get fast or, or how they get buried. And if you tell me, that never happened, you're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your fucking mind. So that's it this way. What type of husband-wife, husband-husband, wife-wife, would be in a position where you're, you know, the third most important person working for the government, and the other part of you, your your spouse, your your lover, whatever, runs one of the major networks, and a story comes down the pipeline that could hurt the administration, that could hurt your job, and your spouse goes, "Hey, f you, I'm gonna bury you." I mean, come on, come, please. Just, just stop. <laughs> you know? And imagine the type of power that Cameron has being the executive producer of ABC News. And then you wonder. You, you, you wonder, why did the story get buried? Why did it take a day and a half? Because everybody was getting their ducks in a row. I, I, like I said, man, it's amazing. It, it, it really is. It's amazing. It's astonishing. And I know it took the uh, WikiLeaks dump to actually 
have emails from these people to each other. For some to say, all right, it's not just a a right-wing conspiracy anymore. It's real. But how do you not put two and two together? How do you not look at someone like, you all know Jim the chief national correspondent, constantly, constantly going after Trump. The guy worked in the Obama White House. Come on, man. The guy worked in the Obama Oh, God. That's that's amazing. And Shudo is married to Gia Rivera, who's an ABC News correspondent. Oh, God. That's amazing to me. CBS president, David Rhodes the brother of Ben Rhodes, the deputy national security advisor. Remember, Ben Rhodes, he's the guy that said, "Eh, we just played everybody to get the Iran nuclear deal. And all of the reporters that are out there today are a bunch of young and they're dumb. They don't really have a, a concept of how the world works. I mean, how does somebody say Pre-WikiLeaks emails. The media is not uh, the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is not the media. Well, Ben Rose's brother is a president of, of uh, CBS. That doesn't mean anything. What do you mean it doesn't mean anything? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. How can he say that? How, how, how do you say that? You say it doesn't mean anything. They have Ian Cameron, ABC News executive producer, for four years, married to Susan Rice. How do you say that it doesn't mean anything? How do you say that? ABC News reporter Claire Shipman is married to White House Press Secretary Jay Carney. Former ABC News and Univision reporter Matthew Jaffe, married to Obama Deputy Press Secretary Katie Hogan. ABC President Ben Sherwood, brother of Obama Special Advisor Elizabeth Sherwood. CNN Vice President Washington Deputy Chief Virginia Mosley, married to Hillary Clinton Deputy Secretary Tom Anitis. <laughs> how do you... How do you how do you say that the Democrat Party is not the media and the media is not the Democrat Party? And you know what's wild about this? You know how people say Trump knew the media better than any politician. 
He knew how to work them. He knew how to play them. He knew how to get media. Well, you know what I'd say to that? Black Jesus knew that if you employed people who had spouses or relatives in the media, you could basically do whatever you wanted because ultimately you control the media and you control the message. Technically, you control the world, or at least what goes on in the United States. I mean, when you sit there and look at this, obviously, now, over the years, Democrats, the media, are basically interchangeable. But, but, obviously, when Obama put his team together, and they had a short list, and they went, okay, who's going to be a press secretary, or who's going to be a deputy secretary, or who's going to... It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. When they went, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so's married to uh, CNN vice president and Washington bureau chief. Hey, so-and-so's uh, brother of uh, ABC News. Hey, so-and-so is... That didn't hurt. What are you going to tell me? That Obama or Axelrod... Or Rahm Emanuel. They didn't think about that. They didn't go. Hey. You realize. If we get. These people in these positions. We have. ABC. CBS. CNN. NBC. Washington Post. We have all of that covered. And ultimately. Those spouses or those relatives know that if there's something really bad and they don't work with us, then their husband or their wife or their brother are going to be out of a job. Because if we go down, they go down. So when William Schultz, who's the general counsel for the Obama Department of Health and Human Services, his name is on that list, they go, oh, well, you know, his wife's a reporter over at the Washington Post, Sari. Sari? What the hell's name is Sari? Sari Horowitz. I mean, if you look at this list that was compiled by John Nolte. It is basically every single media outlet. Every single media outlet had somebody in the Obama administration. 
And again, it's rich to read articles on the Daily Beast or Huffington Post talking about Fox News. They're the best friend of Trump. Wow, you guys are rich. You guys are rich. Obama administration had every base covered. Every base covered. The DNC, every base covered. Jonathan Allen. And I didn't even think that troll, and it's so funny, takes a troll to, to, to marry a troll or get a troll. So you look at Jonathan Allen and you're like, wow, that guy is a creepy troll. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And you're like, oh my God, that is the ugliest, trolliest, annoying twat bag walking. Who'd marry her? Guess what? Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen, political Bloomberg, worked for and was, some people say, intimately tied with Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Two disgusting trolls sneaking around, giving each other googly eyes. NBC News senior political editor Mark Murray, married to Sasha Johnson, Obama appointee at the FAA. It's just astonishing how many people that were part of the Obama administration had spouses or relatives in the media. Just, and a lot of these people are still there. A lot of these people are still there. NPR. They even had NPR covered. Who the hell cares about NPR? Obama does. And I'm not a big fan of Little Marco. But when Little Marco said, Obama knows what he's doing. Remember on the debate stage? Obama knows exactly what he's doing. And he kept repeating that. And he got crucified for it. But he was right. Obama is not a dummy. He's not a dummy. Obama knew exactly what he was doing. He knew what he was doing in his early political career. He knew what he was doing when he won the White House. He knew exactly what he was doing. And when you cover all your and you control the media, you control the message, and you have a state-run media. The only thing you have to oppose you is Fox News. That's why, through 
throughout the years, Obama was hostile to Fox News. So when you hear people talk about Trump and how he's hostile to and the left goes, he's trying to delegitimize the media. He's trying to make the media seem like they're corrupt. He's doing this so when a handle breaks out or, or he's doing something wrong and we report on it, people won't believe us because he's put into their brains we're all crooked, and we're all bad, and we're all biased. Well, what do you think Obama did with Fox News? Go back in the tapes. You go back in the archives. Every chance Obama had, he did everything in his power to try to delegitimize Fox News and Rush Limbaugh. Why? Because if he could delegitimize them, then he was scot-free. Because he controlled NPR, CNN, MC, PS, ABC. Single one of them. So he controlled the message state-run media. And as long as you delegitimize Fox, delegitimize Tanny, or delegitimize Limbaugh, then he could do whatever he wanted. That's why it's so rich. The sooner the media bitch and whine about Trump when he calls CNN fake and he calls NBC fake news, the New York Times fake news, the Washington Post fake news. And they go, he's just doing that to, to try to delegitimize us. He's a... That's why when we report on something, he can say it's, it's fake news. And the... Well, Obama did the exact same thing. That's why Obama wasn't a dummy. He, he really wasn't. Yes, we don't like him, but he wasn't a dummy. He knew exactly what he was doing. Him and Axelrod knew exactly what they were doing. Hire people who have relatives and, and, and spouses as head muckety-mucks at CBS, ABC, CNN. You have a list, and you go down the list. Okay, these eight people are qualified. They're all equally qualified, but who do we go with? Well, that person's wife works at ABC. Hire him. Husband works at Univision. Hire him. That person's brother works at CBS. Hire him. And remember, we're not talking about janitors. We're talking about presidents. <laughs> talking about producers. It's rich. It's real rich. So when Susan Rice is implicated into doing what she's doing, they need a blackout. Look no further 
than former ABC News executive producer Ian Cameron. You don't become that high up in ABC News and not still have contacts. It's rich, man. All right, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. We're going to take a quick break. All right, can we take a quick break? I know we went from bear, the breaking news, which was Barry Manilow is gay, and Ann Coulter is dating JJ Jimmy Walker. To the right, going after Susan Rice because she's black, because they don't like blacks. We'll be right back. And we have a Kylie. Is it Kylie? I keep saying Kylie. Is it Kylie? I know we talked about it yesterday, but that just shows you how out of the loop I am about um, our douchians. But I we did a big thing about that yesterday, and now they pulled the commercial. But yeah, they pulled the uh, <laughs> they pulled is is good stuff. Seriously, <laughs> any time, any time. The lab looks just beyond dumb. They get exposed. It's good stuff. So, all right. We'll be right back after these quick words. Yeah. Uh. Build a wallet. She's got 10 feet higher. Build a wallet. She's got 10 feet strong. Build a wallet. She's got 10 feet higher. And build and build and build. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Gary, Rob's Gary Show. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter. You go to Twitter. There, but you can go to times you retweet things. Go there. It's at Rob Zakari Show. What I'm saying, it's Kendall. Kendall. Which is great because it's the left attacking each other. It's the left being exposed as the scumbags that they are. And it's great. It, it's it's great. It's absolutely great. And we've always this before. The left doesn't care about uh, you know, AIDS, Muslims, uh, illegals. The only thing the left cares about 
are votes. Sir, uh, you know, the, 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 the Asian guy with the beanie and the, and the studs in his ear, they don't care about their votes. They don't, they don't care about the whole movement. They, they don't care about that. They're votes. They don't care about illegals and making families of their votes. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you went every single Democrat and said, all right, let's give 11 million people amnesty. We're, we're, we're not going to rip apart families. They're all going to pay a fine, which is always ludicrous. Whenever you, even Republicans, even douchey Republicans are like, we got to create a pathway to citizenship. What we've got to do is make it where they pay a fine. Why would they pay a fine? Why would they pay? They're here illegally. They've been here illegally. Years and years and years and years. They've overstayed visas. They work under the table. But why all of a sudden would they go, all right, I'll pay a fine. Here you go. Why? They get benefits. They get food stamps. They go to public school. All of a sudden now they're gonna they're they're gonna pay back taxes. Get out of here. They pay a fine and back. What are they gonna pay back? Think about it. you got some legal tenure for fifteen years. They've already plucked out four kids. Those kids through the public school system. You got Democrats and douchey Republicans like, what they're going to do is pay a fine and back taxes. What are they going to pay back? You know how much they owe? They, they owe tens of thousands of dollars. No. Illegals pay in more than what they take out. That's not true. That is, that is the biggest BS that a liberal tells you, and I'll say it again, the minute an illegal pops out a kid, and they don't just pop out one kid, all right? They pop out a lot of kids. The minute the little bastard is eligible to go to school, and I know what you're going to say, once they're born here, they're citizens. Okay. Her babies. Dreamers. How about that? Dreamers. The minute that little bastard comes here, okay, and they smuggle them in the trunk of a car, or they fly in the airplane and they don't uh, leave once their visa's up. That little bastard then goes to school. That costs taxpayers money. Don't tell me that they pay in more than what they take. The minute they're sitting in a classroom, the taxpayers in the United States are paying for that illegal. End story. So, like, I began this conversation, the notion that back taxes, fines, no, it ain't going to happen. Forget it. Told 
all the Democrats and the douchey Republicans, they get empty, okay, pay back taxes, pay fine, okay, yeah, sure, like they're going to do that. But anyways, okay, fine, do it. They never, ever vote. Nobody go for it. Nobody will go for it. Because it's all about the vote. And the minute you strip that away, Democrats ain't going to give a crap about illegals. Democrat purpose for us. That's why the whole Black Lives Matter, and the, Democrats don't care. They look at it as something that's great havoc. Oh, Black Lives Matter is the Trump rally, and they're, and they're, and they're yelling, and they're yeah, yeah. And if Trump after them, or if Trump supporters go after them, racist, they're, they're Ku Klux Klan, they're Patty the Frog, and commercial. Kyle Jenner. Pepsi. People make commercial. Everybody involved, they're all liberals. And they looked at Black Matter and went, gives a crap. Just it's 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 no different than black people and uh millennial white kids who have a lot of guilt. They have a lot of guilt because mommy and daddy let them have a free ride and live in the base. That's all they are. That, that, that's all it is. It's, it's, by, well, it's just another BS, inconsequential movement. It's nothing. It's, it's crap. It's crap. It's all it is. And by the Democrats, by the media, by the entertainment industry, doing what they did, they proved it. I mean, making commercials happen, and especially that Kendall Jenner commercial, it doesn't happen overnight. That's not a overnight commercial. That's not a like, hey, I got an idea. Here's the commercial. Shoot it tomorrow. Here we go. That's a three-minute commercial. Storyboarded. You know, that, that, that goes through a lot of channels. Think about how many people. People. Were part of that commercial. Don't you? To Black Lives, what do you think we're uh, kind of mocking Black Lives Matter? Don't don't you think we're we're basically exploiting what everybody's been saying is the most important thing of this generation? No, not one person did that. Not one person went. Hey, <laughs> question, not one, that just shows you, that just shows you, media doesn't care, the Democrats don't care, it's nothing more, not a voting block, not a voting block, 
but a disruptive force that the Democrats, the puppet masters, are able to use disrupt Trump, disrupt Republicans. People go, hey man, Hey man, wait a minute. <laughs> this is wrong. Hey. <laughs> so Pepsi has pulled it. Yes. Pepsi has pulled the commercial. <laughs> the Democrats have pulled the commercial. The media pulled the commercial. The entertainment industry has pulled the commercial. They're like, oh, wow. Uh, we didn't realize that uh, what we did would was wrong. We're, we're yeah, sorry. Okay. So I think it's pretty funny. I think it's pretty funny. She <laughs> said, can we apologize? We did not intend to make light of any serious issues. We are removing the content and halting any further rollout. We also apologize for putting Kendall Jenner in this position. Ken, that twat bag. Not, I mean, that, that, that Kendall Jenner, the, the entire Cardutian clan is so, just so fame thirsty that no one, no one, Kendall the mother, the manager, the, none of them went, hey, question, do you think this is a good idea? Why? What do you think, Kendall? Well, you're, you're making me be portrayed as this um, conic type person, like my generation, my millennial generation. We have what we consider an iconic, and that's where this woman, and I can't remember her name. Yesterday we talked about it. I don't know, and she walks up to the police with their heads out to, and to have them arrest. Like, you guys are making me that, that black woman, and I'm just giving a cop a fucking Pepsi. No, 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 Kendall. No. Deeper, like... Kenner. It's so thirsty. The Kardushian family is so thirsty that nobody looked at that and went, we can't do this. We can't do this. This is horrible. We cannot do this. This is horrible. It's really bad. How much you paying us? It'll, it'll make us. Uh, it'll make us more. Pay- Who cares? Do it. We're doing. It. <laughs> oh, you gotta love them. I love them. <laughs> so there you go, Kendall Jenner. They had no idea. Kendall Jenner had no idea. Of course. She's dead. 
All right, it's Rob it's Rob Carey Show. Don't. So, just, we'll be right back. Uh, listen to Hillary uh, Clinton. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. not- no, seriously. Hot sauce. I've been, I've been eating a lot of hot sauce. A lot of... Uh, Raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down. A I need, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. There you go. Uh, Big Hiller. She thinks hot sauce is good for you. Okay. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. Good. So I'm going to say something part of the Republican circle, part of the conservative circles, part of the alt-right circles, part of the Pepe the Frog circles. I'm going to say something controversial. I think we need to light up Assad. I know it's controversial. Rather, it's Paul, or uh, actually Ron Paul, it's a fall flag, or you have other people say it's uh, my feeling. Okay? Here, I, I believe we can light up for what failed to do it. Obama failed to do it. Right now, what you're seeing slaughtered is because of Obama. Four years ago, Obama said, if you cross this line, I'm going And since then, hundreds of Thousands of people have been killed. Hundreds of thousands have flooded European countries. What's going on in Syria has caused problems throughout the world. And it's all because of Obama. It lights them up. Lights a sod up, blows the hell out of their uh, military field where they could fly planes from. If he calls that, he will have done what Obama didn't do. He put stop to the genocide that's going on. He will have done. What Obama and for me, that's the most important. That's why I think Trump should light him up. And then that we 
you line up, go in line. And again, for the exact same reason. Because for eight years, Obama attaining North Korea. He failed in every rather it was diplomacy sit here and talk about legislative wins. Trump needs well you want to know what win Trump needs? Trump needs a military win. And when I mean a military win, doing something that Obama failed to do. For five years. Now, media, the media downplayed it. And I told you, the media was going to somehow try to say what's going on in Syria is Trump's fault. I told you that. And they are stars. But there's been too many stories in the past year or two because it started four or five years ago and the media ignored it. Media ignored it. They downplay the fact that Obama spoke real tough. Urkel, Black Jesus spoke real tough. If you cross this line, I weren't you crossed that line. And they crossed the line. And he did nothing. Absolutely nothing. The media downplayed that, and they still downplay it. But there's enough video in the last two years. Enough video in the last two years. Remember that image of the little boy sitting alone, and there's dirt on his face, and there's blood coming down his face? He's like five years old. He's sitting in the chair. It was broadcasted throughout the world. That was Obama's watch. Remember that video of little babies getting pulled out of the water, dead, drowned? That was Obama's watch. So there's enough video of that genocide, that, that horrific, horrible stuff happening under Obama's watch to remind people that he failed. Take your health care. Take your tax reform. You could put that to the right. Do we got to accomplish it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But militarily, Obama failed. So if we want to win, the Republicans want to notch a win. If Trump wants to notch a win. He does what Obama failed at, and he failed bigly. Bigly. Because the last two years, those images of dead children have been plastered everywhere. And I know. A lot of people I'm friends with, a lot of people I associate with, are big fans of military intervention. They're big fans of Trump winning. And I know it sounds, I know it sounds callous, and I know you'll say, "Well, Rob, if it wasn't about winning, would you still go in?" And I would say, "Probably not." 
I'm being truthful here. This is a truthful show. We tell the truth. But I'm telling you, politically, if Trump lights them up, it's a big win. Because he will have done what Obama failed to do. You go in, you take out their military. You go in, you take out Assad. You make whatever deal you got to make with Russia. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, Russia's only doing what they're doing because they want something. They want something. They don't give a crap about these, these, these sand dwellers. They really don't give a crap. It ain't about being a, a, a power player. They don't give a crap. They want something. Rather, it's sanctions lifted. They don't give a crap about Iran. What do you think? They, what do you think? They're, they're Putin, my buddy-buddy with the mullah? Russians have more in common with Americans. That's why we have hundreds of businesses in Russia. We don't have hundreds of businesses in Iran. Okay? So you cut what deal Russia wants because we don't want to get into a proxy war with Russia. We just don't want to do it. We don't want to worry about our jets getting shot down by Russian jets. And now we got some military escalation that makes old school Cold War Cuban Missile Christ look like a playground. So we cut the deal with Russia. Putin says, take them. We wipe Assad out. We light them up. We create zones. And ladies and gentlemen, Trump notches a win. But not just any win, but he notches a win. And does what Obama failed to do. And now Democrats, the media, however they want to spin it, they can try. But they will not be able to deny. They'll try it, but they won't. Did what Obama failed to do save hundreds of thousands of people, save little babies. So, yes, I know a lot of my friends, a lot of my fellow radio people, fellow bloggers are like, no intervention, these are false flags. This is no, look at it from the big picture. We do this, and we achieve what Obama failed to do. And then we light up North Korea. This weekend, Trump sits down with the Chinese president. He says, listen, you control North Korea, but you haven't done anything to stop them from doing what they're doing. So... You want a deal? Let's deal. I will stop bashing you to an extent. I will pull back some of the sanctions regarding 
uh, money manipulate. I, I will do some of those things, but you got to give me the green light to light up North Korea or you got to light them out. But that fat little bastard's got to stop. And if China says light them up, we go in and we light up North Korea again. We do what Obama failed to do. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. You do Syria first, and then you do North Korea. The media will lose their ass. Hey, we already sweared once. The shit. All right? We, the, they're going to have to bleep it when this goes out. They will lose their shit. Because they're not going to be able to sit there and just talk about, oh, Carter Page, he uh, met with a Russian four years ago. So they're not going to be talk about, talk about that. And they're not going to be able to say, oh, well, Trump should be. All they'll be able to say is, all right, Trump did what Obama couldn't do, what Obama didn't have the balls to do. And that's why we go to Syria. That's it. So let my friends on the right, let my friends on the right scream and yell at me, tell me I'm crazy. We can't do that. False flags. And I will say, politically, we do this. Okay? F fighting with the Freedom Caucus. F fighting with Paul Ryan. F them. Okay? F them. Let's save little babies. All right? Let's do what Obama failed to do, and let's rub black Jesus' face in the shit. Let's rub black Jesus' face in the shit. That's what it's about. We go to Syria. It's Rob Zakay. It's Rob Zakay Show. You guys have been great. You are the greatest audience. I, I kid you not. There's no audience better than you. We'll see you tomorrow. Be good. Be safe. Be happy. Be happy, and don't forget, the biggest story to hit today, Barry Manilow, is gay. See you guys tomorrow. Be good, be safe. Good night.